What's going on, everybody? This is Glenn, which you probably gather by now. I mean, the Glenn, it's the Glenn Thinks the Podcast, so it's me. <laughs> Happy Labor Day 2023, where a lot of people get a day off. Not everybody gets a day off. What if everybody got a day off? On What if police and uh, firefighters got a day off? on Labor Day. They'd be like, well, it's Labor Day. Crime is widespread and everything's just going to burn today. That'd be pretty wild. Like, every holiday would be kind of like the purge in America. If it was a federal holiday, every single, uh, every single holiday would be, everybody would be like, what do they call it? Battening down the hatches? Isn't that what they say? Batten down the hatches. Did you batten down the hatches on Christmas? But uh, this is the day we remember all the stuff that Americans did to work, I guess. Good job working. Take you a day. That's pretty much the size of it, I think. But uh, But anyway... Happy Labor Day to you. How you doing? You enjoying your last your last little bit of summer before things cool off? Depend on where you're at. Some places things just keep on being hot. But it's starting to cool down a little bit where I'm at. In the fine state of South Carolina. And uh, I'm ready for it, man. I'm kind of tired. I'm tired of the heat. Like, I'm just tired of the heat. Usually, I'm like the 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 cold. I don't like as much because I'd rather be too hot than too cold. You can always put more clothes on. But there's only so much clothes you can take off before you go to jail. But, um, but I don't know. This year, maybe it's age. I don't know. Maybe it's age. I'm just like, man, I'm ready to throw my hoodie on and just get after it yeah but but anyway it's cooling off a little bit here i guess labor day is like the last hoorah it's september though which means the christmas season has uh, has officially started for me i've done that ever since i was a kid it's september it's close enough it's my birthday month so the way that i look at it's my birthday month if I wanted to start being the Christmas season, then that's what, I mean, it's the Christmas season now. Yeah, and people be like, don't skip Halloween. Well, I didn't say you gotta skip Halloween. I'm just saying Christmas to me is better than Halloween. So, uh, and the people that are obsessed with Halloween, you know them people that's obsessed with Halloween? That's a little bit, I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you're obsessed with Halloween and you're obsessed with, like, uh, dressing up like something you're not, and it's kind of like you're kind of, maybe you should get into cosplay if Halloween's that that big of a thing for you. Maybe you, like, just like playing dress-up, yeah. And that's okay. Like, I'm not judging you because you like to play dress-up, but, uh... But I don't like to play dress up. So, 
I'm a man who does not enjoy playing dress up. So maybe I like to play dress up a little bit when I was little, but I just wanted to be like a cowboy. Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up, then? I would like to be a cowboy, please. But, um, but then come to find out, cowboys gotta. I mean, in my mind, when I was young, being a cowboy meant that you had your little, I had my little cap guns on, you know, and my little holsters on my belt, cowboy hat, and, uh, maybe a little sheriff's badge. And I just went around shooting people. That's the kind of cowboy I want to be. Just a cowboy that said I'm sheriff and I'm just going to shoot the guilty. You don't got to ask no questions. There's no trial. You just get to go around and shoot people with your guns. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. That's why I wanted to be it. But come to find out that ain't a thing. At least that ain't a thing here. You don't supposed to do that. So... So that didn't work out. So, I mean, I turned to Christmas because that's the that would that seemed like the my favorite time of year. When I was little, people get along better at Christmas, man. They just seem everybody seems to be in a little bit better mood. Maybe not with everybody. With I mean, it seems like they are with everybody a little bit though. You know, at least where I'm from. Maybe not in a big city. Maybe everybody's still pushing and shoving, being rude. But it seems like where I'm from, it's everybody's a little more cheery, you know? Got my Starbucks drink that's all tastes good. People that are into that, it's like, oh, it's the time of year when I can get my special coffee. You know, so they're all, like, keyed up about that. They're happy about that. And you're like, that's cool. If that's, I mean, if that's what you... If that's what you like. But. I don't know. People treat their families maybe a little bit better. Around Christmas. Maybe that's what it is. It's like. It's like people that don't usually get together. Um, get together around the holidays. Right. So family members that. Don't usually get together. Even, like, in a dysfunctional family, which, let's face it, all families are dysfunctional to a point. All, all families are dysfunctional. There's dysfunction in every family. So, you just kind of... I think you just kind of learn to function within the dysfunction. You know? And, I mean, some more so than others. But, I mean, y'all get together and act good to each other. For the most part, right? I saw I saw on uh, Twitter the other day. It was a gender reveal in Mexico. I think it was in Mexico, and there was a plane that came over the little gender reveal baby thing, and the plane like dropped the pink. I think it was like pink powder or whatever. Like it's a girl, and then it turned funny, and the wing folded up, and the plane crashed. Right, and everybody at the party, it kind of did that after it passed when it dropped the powder, it passed the people, but then the plane was still on camera and it like crashed, and everybody there was oblivious to it. Now, I thought that that was pretty, pretty strange that someone died revealing what another 
person's gender was going to be that was coming into the world. Right? This, this pilot. This pilot is not funny. It's not funny, but it's kind of... I don't know, man. It's kind of a weird thing to die doing, you know? I wonder what the weirdest thing... I guess people's died doing some pretty weird things, but that seems like a pretty... I mean, that pilot had to be like, are you serious? Yeah. But anyway, I seen that, so that happened. But uh, I've had a pretty chill... I've had a pretty chill last couple days, pretty laid back last couple of days. Um, I did watch some of that show. I started getting into that show, My Strange Addiction. I don't remember if I ever talked about that on the podcast or not. Because sometimes shows like that will make you like kind of they're kind of cringy a little bit because you're kind of like when you see these people but I saw this one man and uh, and there was this one where this lady was eating the she was eating mattresses right and I was like you hungry you gonna eat a mattress but it's like all these people that have these quirks and I think that everybody has their quirks but you're kind of aware that they're you're kind of like yeah, this is my little this is my little private quirk I don't know what it is man I don't know what you could be into some weird stuff you could pick your nose a lot in private you know maybe it's not like an addiction but you you know what i'm saying there's a little weird stuff that you do that's like a private it's like your little private time it's your private moment and don't nobody else know about it you hide it from everybody and you could pick your nose a lot you know and just no one knows that you're still a nose picker and you never quit from being young you could like I don't know. You could have like a little ritual. You could be a little OCD. You could have a little ritual that you do that it doesn't dominate your life. So everybody around you doesn't see that you're doing it. Right? But these people like, I mean, when mama's mattress is disappearing, it's like you can't hide that. Somebody's going to find out about that. And uh, this one lady is like eating her mom she was sneaking in like i ate my mattress already i'm a mom's in the shower i'm gonna go grab a chunk of her and it was like the memory foam stuff and she's just eating it and i was like that's pretty good that's great that makes me pretty happy but then there's another girl that ate plastic there was a guy that just like went around picking up roadkill he drove around six hours a day just driving around picking up roadkill and then burying it his dog died when he was young so he was still I don't know I think that messed him up and uh that's what a lot of these people when they interview them like they'll be like they'll they'll trace it back some of them have the have the uh I don't know they have the knowledge that it ain't right but and they trace it back to, like, a traumatic event from when they were young. And, I mean, to the normal person, I guess that's supposed to make you look at it like it's not a comedy. But I have trouble. I have trouble, man, like, looking at stuff like that like it's not kind of comical. Like the lady that... There was this one... Oh, 
let me tell you about this one lady. This is horrible. I'll just give you the... I'll say up front that I'm not a good person because I thought that this was great. Right? So this lady's husband died. They got married real young. Her husband died. And she carries around his urn everywhere she goes. She goes to the movies. She's taking old... I don't remember what his name was. Right? You know, let's just say his name's Danny. She's taking Danny with her to the movies. His urn. She's going to the grocery store. She's taking Danny with her to the grocery store. Everywhere this lady goes, she takes her husband's with her. And you're like, Glenn, that's sad. That's sad, man. There's nothing funny about that. It's sad that a lady, this is like the love of her life, and he's in the urn. All right, hang on. I ain't got, I ain't even got to the good part yet. So one day, she, um, she got some of Danny on her finger, some of his ashes, right? And she said what it, she said that she felt bad, like she didn't want to waste Danny, so she just, she just licked her fingers, right? But now this lady's addicted to like dipping her, dipping her fingers in old Danny, in old Danny's heap, and taking her a little swallow, right? Getting her a little taste, right? And she does this. She'll eat her husband's ashes, man. And I thought that was the greatest thing that I ever saw. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, man? And uh, so she's sitting there, like, slurping down old Danny. And she was talking about Danny started out at six pounds, but he was down to five pounds because I guess she weighs the urn. And, uh, and she'd gone through a pound of them already. Well, I heard that she completely run out of them. And I'm like, well, you're putting it in your body, which, I mean, it's ashes. You're, you're, you're eating your husband's ashes, lady. And so that means that you are pooping it out. Like, because it doesn't, like, if once you eat it, what do you think is going to happen? So you're flushing... You might as well just flush Danny down the toilet. You're just not... I don't know. You're just not... Uh, you're just doing it in a weird way. Right? Your body is acting as a funnel to the toilet for your husband. Right? If I was her, because she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do when I run out. And I just like pictured her with this empty... Ziploc bag, just sitting there licking this empty Ziploc bag. And I was like, that's great. What I would do if I was her, this is what I would do if I was her. Right? I would just collect ashes from like when you grilled something, like on a charcoal grill. Clean out the fireplace. Clean out the fireplace and just mix it in with with old Danny's ashes. And I mean, you got a diluted version of Danny. It's like diluted Danny. And then, like, you really don't know when he'll be gone. You're like, is he gone or is there still a trace? Am I getting a trace of Danny? You know? That that would stretch it out, right? Like, when my mom, when we were little, my mom used to take a gallon of milk. And there was, like, four of us. And she would mix, like, 50% powdered milk and water into a whole gallon of milk so it would make two gallons of milk right it's the same thing it's the same thing you gotta be frugal 
you got to be frugal with them ashes and uh, stretch them out. So Trace is a Danny's better than no Danny at all. Which he's, I think he's gone. I think she, I think she done ate them all up. But that was a guy, I was just like, good lord. Because I thought that you had, when she first got it on her hand, that thought that you have is an intrusive thought. Like an insane thought. And I mean, coming from somebody that has intrusive thoughts, and I've had intrusive thoughts as far back as I can remember. Like, I remember being a little kid and being younger and being scared that I would do the intrusive thought. Like, I was like, I'm having this crazy, insane thought. Am I going to do it? Oh, no. But then I wouldn't do it. And I was like, oh, you don't have to be a freaking lunatic. That's good. And, uh, And so anyway, like, I think that a lot of these people, like, there was this lady that ate rocks on there. She ate rocks. That was another one of my favorite. That was another one of my favorite. I would say old Ashes, old old Danny Liquor, and the Rock Eater. They eat a lot of rocks, lady. I think that those were my two favorite. She sits there and just eats rocks, right? She's like, I like the way it tastes from the earth. And then, like, her kids is like, Mama, quit eating rocks. And they'll take her rocks, you know. And she has these little pill bottles. She'll gather these rocks. Because I was like, man, oh, gravel mouth over here. What's what's going on with your teeth? You know when you go to the dentist? I went to the dentist last week. When you go to the dentist and they'll be like, do you do, you know, you need to do this or brush here better, you know. And, and are you flossing on the regular you know, they'll floss you, and they'll be like, do you floss on the regular? And you're sitting there with, like, a mouthful of blood, and you're like, of course I do. And, um, and I just imagine the rock ladies' dentist. They eat a lot of rock ladies' dentist, Being like, um, you know, we recommend that you s- stop eating rocks, you know? And I was like, man, does dental insurance cover... Like, is it because, you know, the insurance companies are... They'll try to get out of paying for a bunch of stuff. They'll be like, it's cool if it's, like, to our advantage. Like, we'll pay for the vasectomy, but we won't pay to have it reversed, right? So, they'll pay for stuff that saves them money. But if you just sit... If you just sit around eating rocks, you know? Sit around watching the new John Wick movie and a bowl of rocks. I don't know if... But it's not common enough to where it would be a thing that they would include. Like, will not cover damage from rocks. I don't think that that's, like, in the small print. Because it's just not common. Because you're out of your mind if you're doing it. It might be in there now. She might she might have done, like, $10,000 worth of damage. You know, eating rocks. And the insurance company is like, we need to put that in there, obviously because this woman is a lunatic but like her her kids are like you shouldn't eat rocks mom and they look I mean they're kids I don't want to say nothing bad they love their mama but her kids look like they might have had some birth defects from a mom that sat there eating rocks they kind of look like cavemen's children a little bit yeah and I was just like, man, and she'd go out by this highway and get, this is where the good ones are at. And I was like, this is the best day of my life. 
Yeah. Just seeing this makes me... It makes me happy. But, I mean, not their pain. You know? If your mom sat around eating rocks, you'd probably be like, man... Come on. You wouldn't be like, let's go on TV. But I guess they're so desperate. She's sitting there with a hammer in her kitchen. Where a mom's supposed to be baking bread or making muffins. You know? And she's sitting there busting up rocks. Putting them in little baggies like they're drugs and pill bottles. I threw rocks off. I had a tooth bust off. She did talk about a tooth messing up. But it's just it's, it's weird to watch stuff like that because you know that there are that's just a small amount of people in the world that are on that show and you're like how many people like this are just walking around that's doing stuff like this man because like I don't think that I don't know of anything because I would gladly tell you if I had some weird thing maybe I do and it's just so normal to me then I'm like that's not weird that I do that but I can't if I had something that I could think of like I would talk about on the podcast because it would be something great to talk about that I could like I could rant about for a while yeah this weird thing that I do there's a lady that ate dryer sheets on there she liked eating dryer sheets then there's this boy that kisses his car and loves that he's in a relationship with his car. There's another guy that was like in relationships with all these inflatable pool toys where he'd be sitting around kissing them, talking to them. And you're just like, man, these people are out in the world. These people are out in the world and you don't even know it. You could be sitting across from one of them, right? But I don't know. It's just a strange... I guess that's why it's called my strange addiction. But... I mean, I guess there's addictions that are more... They seem strange, like a heroin addict with the needles. That seems like, you're doing what? But then you're like, well, a lot of people do it, so it's like a common thing. So I guess if everybody was just walking around chewing on rocks all the time, you'd be like, there's one of them rock addicts. But it's just fun to see. You know, it's a lot of fun. So if you're not doing anything this Labor Day, I recommend that show. I forgot what it's on. Hulu or Max or something. HBO Max. But uh, but anyway, that's something I've been doing my Labor Day weekend. But what else has been going on? What else has been going on, even been going on in my life? I was walking into a store the other day and I saw a elderly gentleman in a pickup truck. And that's it. That's the story. No. <laughs> I saw I saw an elderly man driving a pickup truck with the windows down. I'm not talking about like a little, you know, salt and pepper in his hair. I'm talking about like a white-headed old man. And he was listening to heavy metal. Like, blasting heavy metal. It was like... I'm trying to think. I mean, it was like something like, where are you listening to? Slipknot in there? It was like one of those heavy metal bands that I couldn't even... I can't even understand what they're saying. They're just like... 
And I was like, what's going on? And I looked at him and I was like, what is going on with that guy? Right? Because that's not a common thing that you see. Yeah? It's kind of off-putting a little bit. You're like, dang, Grandpa. Simmer down. Maybe his grandson borrowed his truck and the radio just got... He turned that on and the grandpa couldn't figure out how to turn it off. That's a scenario maybe like... We borrowed Grandpa's truck, and he can't figure out how to turn it off. And now he just drives around with it because his wife won't let him say anything to the grandson. You need to get over here and turn that devil music off my radio. And the grandma's like, you won't say nothing. Yeah. Or maybe he's just young at heart. Maybe he's just young at heart. But I was like, man, that music didn't even come out. Like, say that music... It sounded like something made within the last 20 years. So he had to be like 50 or 60 when it came out. I mean, this dude was old, man. He had to be older when it came out. So I was like, that's just a strange thing for an old man to be into. But, and then I just imagined, like, this old man and the mosh pit at a heavy metal concert. And then, um, or the grandma. You will not. Because some of them old women be bossy toward the old men. And they just go along with it, right? I was in a, I was in a Hobby Lobby this weekend, right? And, uh, and unless you're a crafty man, unless you're a crafty man, are you there to pick up something specific? Um, you're just following your wife around. Yeah, that's what you're doing in a Hobby Lobby. And so, like, I found this big... It was like a steer skull decoration. And I was excited about it. I was like, I would would like to have a cow skull on the wall. I don't think that... I don't think that the missus is really going for that. But I found, like, this big... And it wasn't real. It wasn't even real. I like to have a real one. You can get them real ones. I found them. But, uh... But I think it's a cool... I guess it's kind of a western style decoration that you put on the wall like a big one of those big steer skulls you'll see them in a like a steakhouse every once in a while right and so i found one in hobby lobby it was like imitation imitation uh skull like a cow skull like a bull skull and so i was all excited about it and so i was taking it and saying look look that's exciting and um and then I was going to put it back I'm carrying this thing through Hobby Lobby and I just seen this man and I looked at him and I like looking at all the Christmas stuff in Hobby Lobby too because even though it's September they got all their Christmas stuff out so I just go in there and have a little make believe time but I seen this man he was a sad looking man and he was following his wife and she looked real happy I was like, man, that's kind of sad for that guy that he's just totally, he's just totally just broke like a broke dog. And he's just following quietly, silently following. At least go grab hold of something that you like, sir. I'm carrying around a cow skull. At least go find you something. But he didn't. He was just like this broken, this sad, broken looking man just following and there ain't nothing wrong. I guess there ain't nothing wrong because, like, 
I guess that mirrors will teach you not to be so selfish. You know? Mirrors will teach you not that it's not all about you all the time. And what do they say? Happy wife, happy. Happy wife, happy life. But there was a sadness about this man. And I just wanted to be like, dude, there's cow skulls here. You want you a cow skull? I'll show you where they're at. They ain't real. But you got to do the best you can do, man. You got to work with what you got, man. You got to work with what you got. What if they sold real cow skulls at Hobby Lobby? That'd be pretty wild. I'd want the biggest one. I'd want the biggest cow skull of them all. I don't know why I like them. I do like them pretty good, though. But I thought about that. I was like, man, ain't no man coming up here on their own accord. Unless they want to build them a wreath or something. But I don't ever want to build no wreaths. That's why we were there is to get the stuff for wreath building. I ain't a wreath builder. I'll build me something, but it ain't going to be a wreath. I'll tell you that right now. If my life depended on it, I could probably make a wreath. I don't know, but if my life depended on the wreath looking good... I'll be like, you might as well just shoot me in the head right now. Because <laughs> I ain't going to be good. And there'll be a cow skull incorporated into this here wreath. But, uh, anyway. What would be cool is to build a wreath. And then, like, so have you a little cow skull in the middle. And then I would get those little, like, decorative birds. Decorative. They're decorative birds and I put them do they have do y'all where's y'all's decorative buzzards and I would put them all over it so like they pick the cow skull clean all over the wreath wouldn't that be wouldn't that be they'd be like sir we're fresh out of our decorative buzzards so I'd have to go to another place like Michael's or somewhere fancy like that and get me some get me some decorative buzzards but anyway I need to get some of them anyway cause the wife has this Christmas tree she puts up and it has just birds on it she has like this is she has like two Christmas trees one is has gotta look like something out of a magazine or something it just has birds and something else in it and I'm like birds don't go in Christmas trees and she said well we have this other Christmas tree she was pretty much like we have this other Christmas tree where it's just not in the main room and it's just hodgepodge you can pretty much put all your crap on it you know it's the hidden one that's the one that doesn't have to look nice pretty much is what she said maybe not them exact words but that's the one that is not the center of attention you know where the stoggins are the one in there is the crap one that's where your stuff goes then so if she wants birds on her tree i need to get her some buzzards to put on there right right put a little buzzard i could put a little buzzard on the top and put angel wings on it and a little halo and put on top of the tree and be like i'm just trying to i'm just trying to help i'm just trying to help i got you some birds i did 
But anyway, anyway, so so that's exciting. Um, what else is happening? Oh, I know what I can tell you about. There's a show called 28 Days Haunted. Glenn Watches Stuff is the new name of this podcast, right? Um, there's a show called 28 Days Haunted, and it's like three different... I think there's one in Colorado, one in North Carolina, and then there's one in... It's like teams. One in... Uh, Colorado, North Carolina, is it like Massachusetts maybe was the other one? But they send these teams and there's either three people, there's three people at the one in Massachusetts and or it might be Connecticut. Um, it's one of them northern states that don't matter. Um, and the the one up north and the one in Colorado had teams of three and then the one in North Carolina, it was like the storefront where this guy had murdered his whole family on Christmas Day, right? And the one in North Carolina was my favorite. Um, not just because it was in North Carolina, but it was a, it was this guy that was like a I think it said he was a firefighter or something, but he, his side job was like he's a demonologist, and then there was a psychic with him, right? And so I like all these shows like uh, uh, the Unexplained, Caught on Camera shows, anything paranormal. If you listen to this podcast long enough, you know that I like that weird stuff. So they go into these places, and I don't know what I think. I don't know what I think about this show, right? I finished it. There's only one season. But, like, the premise of the show was there were these, like, uh, paranormal investigators back in maybe the 50s and 60s, this couple, and they came to the conclusion that you needed to be in... You needed to investigate a location for 28 days to really break through. And... So, this storefront in North Carolina, what had happened there was his father had murdered his whole family on Christmas Day, like back, I would say, late 1800s, early 1900s. And, um, and they were thinking that maybe he was possessed by, like, this dark entity, Right? And so, these two people were, like, so dramatic. Like, they were just these dramatic, the psychic and the demonologist. The psychic was this lady that had a smoker's voice. And um, she had Dunlap disease, which means her belly had Dunlapped over her her jeans, uh, over her britches. And then the demonologist is, like, there's just this big fat guy that was all, he had this, like, he had this look on his face all the time where you're like, dude, are you possessed now? Are you a psycho? Like, what's wrong with you? He had this big cross necklace. And see, like, I like this kind of stuff, but I'm kind of weary because I think that there's some stuff that's just not good to mess with, right? It's not good to mess with if you know how to mess with it. What are you doing? Like, why Why would you want to mess with this like they hold other spirits hostage 
Well, there was this one scene where this, this, they were constantly, both of them were constantly freaking out, right? They would connect with this entity, and they both were constantly, oh, I can't do it anymore. You know, they were freaking out. They pulled the mattresses downstairs to sleep on the floor because it was just too, the, the, whatever kind of forces were upstairs were too strong for them to deal with so they're sitting there being all dramatic the woman wanted she flipped out because she was holding her hands up doing this little like connecting with them and then there was this one scene it was the best scene of the whole show which um which like the lady was like flipped out because there was some dark entity that had come toward her and then this demonologist was like get back from her if you want her you have to go through me first and it was like dude (laughs) i guess the demon's like okay you know and then he started having all kind of problems and he ended up going to the hospital and it was like dude you can't just do that you can't just be like can't like if you like and he obviously does believe in the spirit world and like demons and stuff like that i'm a demonologist and you can't just like tell it something like like do you, i'm sure that i'm sure that the spirit was like if i'm just like okay spirit that i can't see that i have no control over and then i just start telling it what to do i'm sure it's like okay you know like yeah i'm gonna listen to you fat guy but it was so great just the just just the confidence that he had and then well i don't want to ruin it so spoiler alert if you want to watch it shut off the podcast now but in the last episode he goes up there because old girl old old dunlap lady's too scared to go up there and he's up there and he's like trying to banish it or bind it or something and like stuff's coming off the shelves like a like a vase or something flew off the shelf and smashed and maybe a book and he he's just sitting there yelling at it i really don't know what i think about it it's kind of eerie though because i don't know like if there's something like say like that family for instance they're thinking that the demon possessed the dad he murdered his whole family and then went out in the woods and shot himself on christmas merry christmas you filthy animal but um so that's the story of what happened there and so they're thinking that whatever that demon whatever that demon was was holding the spirits of the people that died captive there and that's a freaky thought if you think about it like I didn't even know in the afterlife you could be abducted which I don't know if I'm like buy into that or I don't know if there's just a lot of bad spirits and they think that there's some good ones there but they're really all bad that's what kind of trips me out about the whole about all that stuff like I want to see it I just don't I don't want to go into that place and say hey how's it going spirits I don't know about all that. But they have these little boxes that they set up that have a lot of static. And they'll start talking to these things. Like these psychics will start talking to these things. And the things will start talking back. Sometimes it sounds like a voice that ain't very nice. Sometimes it's like a lady's voice. 
and they'll say stuff like clearly say stuff over those things and you're like man is this kind of a hoax is this a hoax but then the small the part of you that's like that voice inside of you like it's real and then you're like okay it's real it's just easier to believe that something's real i've said that before and then debunk it from there like if you go into it like okay it's real debunk it it's 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 more fun it's way more funner to do that than to be skeptical the whole time then you don't even get no you don't get any uh i don't know you don't gotta get any joy out of it you know at least i get to play make believe time for a little bit of time i kind of think i don't know i kind of think that some of that stuff that was on that show was real but it was almost overproduced like the cameras and the parts but the, then the people like the people monitoring them they had all these screens set up and it was almost like a movie like watching what was going on in all the houses with all the teams that was kind of overproduced to me and a little too dramatic it wasn't like raw and so that I think that's the part of it that kind of made me like uh, you know but I think that maybe some of the stuff that happened on the show was real. But them two were my favorite ones to watch. 28 Days on it. It's worth checking out. It is worth, I will say, it's worth a watch. Um, but anyway. So, anyways. But I appreciate you guys listening to my podcast today. Um... I'm going to try to do more of these um, because it's fun to do, man. And uh, I hope that everybody enjoys your your Labor Day, what's left of your Labor Day weekend. Um, It's good to have a break. It's good to have a break every once in a while and just kind of shift into low gear and veg out. I worked on a puzzle a while yesterday because I'm 90 years old. I worked on this Bigfoot puzzle. It's like a thousand pieces. I don't think that, uh, I don't know. I've never been a big puzzle guy, but I did a little puzzle for a little, little bit of time. Listen to some John Mulaney, some John Mulaney and some Johnny Cash, which, uh, which kind of sums up my personality, but so that's why I've been doing my Labor Day week weekend. Just exciting stuff, you know? Just exciting stuff like that. But I love you guys. Take care of yourselves, and I'll talk to you soon.